0: No crying there's no crying in baseball Card counts at the Blackjack table. We're going to turn the odds on the casino. what's up friends welcome to episode number 21 of terrace talk where we will go over the last uh, 15 days of brewers baseball where we have taken sole possession of first place so uh here with mitch boss today uh, mitch Lipke had a workouting. we've been uh with all this bucks mayhem going on we've been struggling to find good times to record once the nba season concludes we'll be back on our normal schedule um in the meantime uh deal with us and others uh Many loyal listeners out there that questioned where the hell the podcast was last week. (laughs) Um, But yeah, man, we got uh, the first place Brewers, 45 and 33, a three-game lead going into this huge series at home against the Chicago Cubs, and really starting to distance themselves from the Reds, who are 500, and the Cardinals, who are uh, closer to the Pirates in the standings than the Brewers. So, bus, how are we feeling, man? We got the first place squad approaching All-Star break. Man,
1: it feels good to be back on top, that's for sure. I um, feel like the Brewers have kind of been quietly creeping up and kind of distant, distancing themselves from uh, the Central. I mean, they're not making a whole lot of noise, it doesn't feel like. I mean, I think the Bucks run is kind of overshadowing what the Brewers are doing right now. Um, but yeah. it feels good to be back on top. Um, excited to play Chicago
0: again, that's for sure. It's been, it's been way too long since we played them. Yeah, we played them nine times in the first, like, 20 games. Um, it was getting kind of annoying by the third series. Uh, but, yeah, this one should have some energy. Um, surprisingly, you know, in April, we kind of thought that the Cubs were going to um, be where the Cardinals are, I think, um, or the Reds, kind of, like, floating around 500. Um, to the Cubs' credit, they floated around. They were going the last week. The Brewers and them were tied before their West Coast trip. Um, But the Dodgers kind of put their big boy pants on this weekend, swept them as we swept Colorado, um, and really put uh, a nice little wedge. Obviously, um, you know, the Brewers lose this series or get swept, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen, but things can happen pretty quick, but we have the opportunity to kind of go for the neck right now. Um, So pretty exciting series on deck. Yeah man for a while there it kind of felt like I mean the
1: Brewers have been playing really well lately um kind of felt like literally every time the Cubs would lose like early in the day the Brewers would lose and like we just kept kind of matching each other like back and forth we didn't really we had a pretty good opportunity to put a huge gap between us but uh unfortunately we kept losing the days that they lost but I guess rather lose lose on days they lose than
0: the other way around. Right exactly yeah so this was uh It was a welcome sight to see the Dodgers take care of business, obviously on Friday or Thursday night. I think um, the Cubs had that like combined no hitter. And you're like, Jesus, like, can the Dodgers just help us out here? Um, And sure enough, they uh, they did so. So with that being said, we'll uh, we'll start going over some of the games. Um, We're not going to go two weeks full of games, but uh, we'll talk about this last week of ball, a six and one week for the Brewers. Um, with the sweep of the the lowly Rockies and uh, a series win against the Diamondbacks in which uh, we dropped the first game. So um, yesterday, um, I don't know, I saw a tweet on, uh, I saw a tweet yesterday. We were actually at the game, uh, Bus and I, uh, his wife and his son Hudson, we took him to his first game, so that was a good time. Uh, but we got to see Eric Lauer, uh, and the tweet was from Kurt Hogg, I believe a uh, good follow for Wisconsin sports. Um, he, he tweeted that uh, Eric Lauer continues to confuse me, just very <laughs> simple. Um, but so spot on, like it does, it makes no, no sense whatsoever. Um, he diced man, he was awesome yesterday. Um, got into trouble in the second inning where he got out of the bases loaded jam when Chichi Gonzalez came up, uh, but yeah i mean he he threw uh six scoreless innings six strikeouts two walks and two hits so only four base runners in the six innings and he was just pounding the zone mixing up the pitches and shout out E L, man yeah shout out to yeah
1: man i mean he was just kind of cruising right along i mean we were sitting pretty close so we had a kind of a front row seat to the lower express um <laughs> seemed like yesterday he was kind of working up in the zone a little bit more. I know, I don't remember what podcast I was listening to this morning, but they were saying his velocity was down a little bit, but he was working up more up in the zone, like more than normal. I mean, I think we kind of noticed that yesterday where he was like hovering like 90 to 92 instead of 93 to 95, um, where he's kind of shown flashes. So I don't know if what he changed up yesterday, he should keep doing that.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Um, very inconsistent pitcher. Uh, but he lowered his ERA. I think it was like 5.3 or something coming into the game. It's all the way down to 4.5. Um, obviously that happens when you haven't thrown a whole lot of innings, but another couple good starts and all of a sudden you start to change your mind on things. And I, I had joked afterwards too, is like, is this, is this a day where we, uh, fully admit that we had won the Lauer Urias trade. <laughs> I
1: feel like Lauer is one of those guys that just like reels you back in. And then you're like, Oh, all right. He can pitch a little bit. And then his next outing,
0: he'll just be dog shit. So yeah. I don't know. There's always like the, the potential factor because like he was an opening day starter, even though it was a not a great Padres team. He was a first round pick. He's only 26. He's left-handed, you know, Typically, those guys will get a ton of looks year after year. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to pull up his game log here. Um, Yeah. You read my mind. Yeah, no. It's a a crazy game log. Yeah. His last two starts were against Colorado. um, And his previous one, he was also cruising until the sixth inning where he didn't retire a batter. So, he had thrown five scoreless. And we're like, what the hell is going on here? This is at Coors Field. Um, then he gave up a couple bombs and got pulled um, and ended up giving up three earned over those five. Uh, that's the game where we were up like 6-0. Um, they came back and won it late in extras, I believe. Um, yeah, I mean, he's – it's it's crazy. I mean, his one blow-up start was against Detroit uh, the 1st of June where he gave up those seven runs. That's where Mitch Lickie was at the game. He was kind of chirping how bad his mechanics were. But who knows? I mean, what's he in line for this week? Who do we got after the Cubs? Um, The Reds, I think. The Reds, okay. So, yeah, another good test for him. Oh, no, the Pirates. Pirates. Oh, awesome. Even better. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> although they just kind of mashed the Cardinals this weekend. Yeah, the Cardinals are in a fucking downward spiral right now. Yeah, man. Cardinals Twitter is not in a good spot. Hate to see it. They did a whole segment. I was watching it during dinner today. I'm talking baseball on how like Trevor Plouffe's like biggest uh, like blunder of his offseason takes were that the Cardinals were going to run away with the central. Um, so, yeah, man, that's uh, that's not the case. Obviously, still a ton of season left and eight games is something that can happen. Like they're not completely out of it, but. They're kind of teetering. Another few few good weeks, another few bad weeks from them. And things are looking pretty dicey for them. Yeah, man. They're
1: kind of teetering off the edge. I mean, like one bad week and they could be buried.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Which I just don't understand with that lineup. Their pitching stinks. Yeah. Been on that train all year since the preseason. I mean, especially, I mean, obviously, you gotta acknowledge that Flaherty went down. Um, but, and Michaelis has been out for a lot of year of the, of the year, but I don't know, every team deals with injuries, obviously their horse is down. So that's tough.
1: Yeah. I mean, I kind of, kind of could see it early on with their bullpen. I mean, they were just like abusing Gallegos, um, Cabrera right. and Housley. They like those dudes through like every night, um, kind of figured they were going to
0: run out of steam at some point. Um, I know Hicks is hurt.
1: And honestly, hurt. Honestly, there's a
0: chance that they could have been a lot worse than what they are. I mean, Alex Reyes, um, has been good as far as like saves per opportunities. I don't think he's blown one yet, but he's got a pretty high whip for a closer. And I think he's got out of some pretty big time jams. Where it's like, say he blew like three of those saves, like they're down 11 games. Yeah, he's got 20, 22 walks and 34 innings and 42 Ks. I mean, that that slider he's got is
1: fucking nasty.
0: Yeah, he's electric. Um, but he's when he's out there, I mean, it's kind of like the K route effect. He's going to put, Cardinals fans through uh, a little bit of hell with all the base runners that he has. Yeah. It'll, it'll come back and bite him. I got faith in that. Mm-hmm. No one can be like Josh where it's like flawless every time out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and we, we kind of actually skipped over what I think is the, the biggest story even more so than Lauer's great outing. Um, the Keston hero show we were in attendance for, um, His best game of the season, flat out. That's, that's what it was. Just lasering balls. Uh, Will Salmon had a tweet that since he's been recalled the last three games, um, he's had seven balls hit over 100 miles per hour. He's seen the ball. Well, Uh, he absolutely pissed on uh, a home run to left center over the bullpen that got out in a heartbeat. (laughs) Yeah. Fastball. So good sign there. Yeah. That ball off the bat just, it just sounded like
1: just was different. Like, I haven't heard that sound in a really like Ryan Braun barrel territory, mm-hmm. just different than all the balls hit all day. It was just amazing. And I think he was like, it was one Oh eight off the bat. And he had like two, uh, his other two balls in play were like one Oh four and one Oh five or something like that. So got robbed late in the game. I know, I know, I know Craig challenged it and they uh probably just
0: trying to get him another knock, but uh no. Yeah, I mean, but he easily went three for four, uh, went two for four with a double home run, three RBI. Um, so, yeah, if he can get rolling, I mean, that's a huge, that's a huge difference maker. We're all crying for uh, or praying for like Trey Mancini, Reese Hoskins. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is a guy that has been our number one prospect, a guy that we expected to do big things. And then, you know, frankly, I kind of gave up on any hope of this year bogey goes down he comes back up who knows man uh this might have been what he needed and we'll see and continue to monitor that but definitely a a great sign from keston yesterday uh, Mm -hmm. after his his big home run on saturday or friday as well friday uh which we'll get to shortly so shout out keston um the other big hit of the game was omar's uh omar's bomb which was a two-run shot to right center um, so you know, he's still Omar's still chugging along. Um, he slowed down a tad. He also struck out his other uh three plate appearances yesterday. Uh, but he hit that one two run bomb, still hitting 301 with an 865 OPS. Um, so you know, obviously not as uh not as great as his first couple months, but or first month plus, but he's he's still balling. Yeah, no, it's like a two three or two four war, I think he's at. Yeah, I actually had that pulled up too. Um, two, three war. Yeah. Leads the team. Uh, Colton has a 1.8 behind him and uh, Willie Adamas in his 34 games with the team um, has a 1.1 war. So he's, he's that's on. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. We got him for a couple of relievers. So, uh, and we'll get to Willie. Don't, don't worry everyone. <laughs> we're, we're hiding the headliner. Willie Adamas lives for the big moment. A um, couple other notes from yesterday. Uh, a, couple, uh, a couple of bullpen arms that looked good. Uh, Richards threw a scoreless inning, struck out a guy. Um, he's mostly been pretty solid since he's been here. Um, I know a lot of people don't like seeing him in one-run games, which is understandable, um, especially Mitchell. If he was on the pod, he would uh, he would vouch for that sentiment. Uh, he's been solid since we've got him. And then uh, Hunter Strickland, dude, he, uh, he walked the first guy he saw on, I think like four or five pitches kind of wild. And then he struck the next three guys out and looked kind of electric. So that was uh that was good to see. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to get like a resurgence of
1: Hunter Strickland. Um, for those of you at home that don't know who Hunter Strickland really is. He's the dude he was, I think he was on the giants at the time and he threw at Harper and, Harper went after him, whipped his bat out of his helmet. Um, yeah. Love that. Love that fire. No fear. Bryce Harper just going right at him. And, and I think, I don't know if they, they landed some fists, but I know they kind of got in a pretty big scuffle. They had a, like a brief moment where none of the players got to him. So I yeah. don't know. It's kind of a nice, uh, little like edgy dude to have on the squad.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm forward. I mean, obviously non-pressure situation. Um, and then, like, I think Ryan Weber, we get picked him up. He got DFA'd by the Red Sox or something. He's had, he had dog shit numbers if you look him up. He threw a scoreless inning. Um, he's like the 50th player to appear for the Brewers this year, which is pretty insane when you consider that rosters are 26 guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. We've gone through two, two full baseball teams already. Um, so when Stearns preaches about depth, uh, he is not joking. Uh, cool. Well, uh, we can get to Saturday, uh, which is a a ten to four Brewers win. Um, so this one was close throughout. Um, let me uh let me pull this up real quick. We uh, who started that game? As I'm pulling this up, that was uh, was it? That no, wasn't Woody.
1: This is uh. Oh it, was, oh, it was Adrian Hauser.
0: Yep. you're right all right so I got pulled up now thanks for uh, thanks for holding with us there. Um, so Brewers win 10 to four Hauser through five innings uh, was all right uh, you know four in runs four walks. the walks are an issue. you don't want to have four walks and in five innings. Uh, four strikeouts gave up a bomb um, and then the the story was the offensive explosion especially in the eighth inning where we scored six unanswered runs. Uh, to, to win 10 to four so um, this game Colton Wong three hits we had Avi with three hits and he's been scuffling a little bit he had a big home run to tie the game at four that day as well um, Tyrone Taylor a couple hits Yelich a couple hits including a home run so uh, you got anything on the uh, on Saturday's
1: game uh, no, I mean this is the game we we were hanging out together and we were trying to like stream it on our phones and it yeah. was like it was like what six four or something like that and then our phones died and, and uh, we checked the score a little bit later and it was like eight or nine to four and I was like what happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, good to see. Good good to see. When you uh, Have to turn the game off for a
0: little bit. Yeah, right, right. Um, the yellow chum run was uh, was a good moment. That's uh, kind of what I'm taking out of that. Uh, really expect him to pop off after that and still might. Didn't really do much yesterday, but um, Suter threw a couple scoreless innings out of the pen. Uh, Boxberger got the win out of the bullpen. And then this is where uh, we'll start talking about some some big-time, potential big-time bullpen arms. Miguel Sanchez threw a scoreless inning and has looked very good in his few appearances with the Brewers. Mm-hmm. So he's throwing 96 with an 89 mile per hour changeup and uh, looks pretty good doing so. So seems like all the guys like him. I know there's a cool story about, um, you know, just the way he carries himself and how, uh, you know, Freddie Peralta, a lot of the the Spanish brewers were so proud of him, uh, the way he's debuted and worked his ass off to get to that point. So hopefully he keeps shoving because his his stuff looks pretty legit. Yeah, man.
1: Him, Miguel Sanchez, Cousins. um, It's kind of, I don't know. I guess I don't know what our kind of overall plan was with keeping these guys down for a little bit and rolling with Yardley and Lindblom. I don't know if it was just to get them innings, make sure they were going to be good enough to pitch in the bigs. Um, I mean, I think they kind of are figuring that out now, kind of the changing of the guard from (laughs) Yardley and Lindblom um yeah that that kind of like five six seven range where it's a roller coaster now it's kind of getting to a comfortable level um jake cousins absolutely filthy um he kind of throws exactly like justin Topa a little bit um i know they have kind of the same story um independent ball guys yeah um but he's throwing like 98 99 with a wipeout slider shout out Benny rutino who didn't know him until two weeks ago um I like that was kind of, kind of a sus on a different uh brewers podcast but
0: yeah, we don't need cool. to
1: we don't need to talk about that yeah. that much um but when ashby gets called up and then i know ethan small is starting in AAA. I i don't know if there's any word on if he could be a potential bullpen arm like late august september area um or if they're planning on bringing him up to start who knows at this point
0: dude i don't know i think i i might be being optimistic with the bullpen but I mean, if you switch out Ashby for like one of the bottom tier guys, I think I think he has a chance. I mean, we'll see like just how legit Sanchez and Cousins are, but um, early signs point to them being pretty damn good. And like just looking at like the box scores of the last few games, like, well, I guess Richards Richards struggled on uh, on Friday. Um, So he gave up three runs uh, in two thirds of an inning, but like they went Richards. And then after that, they went Sanchez, Cousins, Haters, Williams, like Boxberger's been good. Um, Even guys like we talked about that through yesterday, like Strickland, um, who who knows about Weber, but like, I don't know, there's there's a lot of a lot of exciting arms with the additions of uh, Sanchez and Cousins now. Yeah, I know Weber got sent down today already. Um oh, did he? Yeah. Who we call up for him, do they say? Uh Pablo Reyes. Uh getting that extra position player. Nice. But
1: season move by uh counts. <laughs> yeah,
0: they they uh chuck Weber in there, might bring him up when they need an extra arm to abuse in a couple of days. Yeah, I mean I think I mean once Ashby kind of gets up, I think right. Re- Richards
1: is kind of like the ideal guy you want and like ex- like games with the lead, like over three runs, um, typically pounds the zone. He's got a good changeup. Um, yeah. can get good ground balls. I don't know. I, li- I like I like that kind of just typical righty get the
0: ball over the plate. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And uh, I know it's been said many times, uh, Mitch Lateef would shout out to him. He's all about getting Ian Kennedy. And uh, that really puts us at like a Super Bowl pen if we do something like that, which also I'm game with. Um, so, if they're looking for, like, an impact bullpen arm to, like, really, really make us a pretty unstoppable force, like, pitching and defense-wise, sure. I'm, I, you could sign me up for that, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, he's been pretty damn good for the Rangers. Um, would add another, you know, arm that you could for sure trust on uh, before getting the ball to Josh to close out games. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. So other than that, uh, Friday, Corbin started, he looked good. Um, through six innings, struck out seven, walked a couple, um, couple of dink and dunk hits really kind of screwed him over. He had no hitter going in like the fifth inning. Um, uh, he's been good. There's, uh, there's some talk. I mean, he's, Along with, I heard this on CBS's Fantasy Pod today, Um, the three pitchers where their uh, RPM has gone down most since the ban of Spider Tech um, has been Trevor Bauer, Garrett Cole, and Corbin Burns. Um, So there is some concern. He's walking more guys than he did in the beginning of the year. Um, I think he's still going to be really good, but I think it's uh, pretty safe to say that he was – he was doing a little something to the book, to the baseball. <laughs> yeah. And deep down, I think
1: guys are still using it. Like it, they're just not wearing it on their personal, like we're putting it in their glove or on the inside of their belt. Um, right. I mean, I played summer ball with a former big leaguer and he's was, I mean in summer ball and God, I don't even remember what league it was, but, uh, he was fucking using pine tar in like sticky stuff. Um, He said dudes would just put it like right. The catchers put it right behind like their right shin guard. And when they reach for a ball or kind of catch it, they just kind of grab it, toss a little bit on the ball for the pitcher. I don't know. I mean, I feel, I feel like MLB fucked up really bad that dude that they tossed from the Mariners that it was just rosin and sweat. And they got bagged by some guy in a polo shirt and sent to a lab or something. Yeah, it's like, a little extreme. It's like he's a
0: criminal or something. Right, like it's like a murder weapon. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it looked like. Yeah, I know, dude. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. Like what if – There's not much that Manfred does that makes sense, but that's yeah. the rules now, and I think it – I mean, I think it's safe to say that it affects a lot of pitchers, um, but I think out of the Milwaukee pitchers, you see it most with, uh, with Corbin Burns' cutter, really.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And don't get me wrong, it's still an elite pitch. Um, It's just not, like, the best pitch in the baseball anymore. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I don't know. We'll see. It's still a very small sample size, and like I said, he's still diced up. Um, The Rockies, who have a pretty underrated lineup, just top to bottom um, with guys that can actually hit the ball, kind of no-namers besides Trevor Story, um, but some pretty good uh, ball players in that lineup. Yeah, I was actually watching the Pirates game today. Um,
1: Daza's a really good player, He's hitting like almost .325. Um,
0: I mean, yeah, CJ Crohn's pretty good. Ryan McMahon's been good all year. Ramiel Tapia. Um, I mean, they still got Uncle Charlie Blackman, uh, so they can hit a little bit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I don't think they're any like pushover. They just can't pitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, their their pitching staff is the ultimate no name staff I mean people like casual baseball fans I don't know if they would be able to name more than two pitchers
1: you know I did see I was reading an article today um the Rockies closer Daniel Bard um was a potential Brewers uh trade target how, how would you feel about Daniel Bard into the Brewers pen
0: I wouldn't mind it I mean uh, I don't think he would cost anything I mean he's got a four, six ERA yeah he, he throws 100 I mean I wouldn't mind him in the bullpen yeah he had the he had the yips when I think he was on the Red Sox and like he like literally quit baseball I think he had like cancer to be honest
1: cancer and the yips that's that's a bad combo
0: <laughs> yeah I think, I think so I could be wrong on that um Either way, let's uh let's talk about the the game on Friday. So Brewers get down four to one or four to zero, excuse me. Um, even with Corbin's good start, Richards kind of shit the bed a little bit that day, uh, and then they just kind of scratch and claw their way back. So uh, Colton Wong homers, Keston here homers, um, bottom of the ninth. Omar takes a walk, uh, and then you know this guy Willie Adamas, um, lives for the big moment, can finally see at Miller Park or Anfam um, out of Tropicana. It turns out he's a, uh, he's a very fucking good shortstop, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's so, he's the best brewer shortstop that we've had since we've been uh, it's the last 20 years. Yeah. Or like
1: Orlando Arcea is in that position against Bard. Who's throwing 98 to hundred. I mean, it kind of looked like he was sitting fastball in, and he got it, and it was 98 in on his hands, and he fucking – it was a missile down the left field line. Um,
0: fucking awesome. Awesome moment. Yeah, dude. he's uh, he, He's been awesome. I mean, he's hitting 281 with the Brewers, has five home runs, 21 RBI. Um, doesn't steal a whole lot of bags, but – 356 on base percentage 500 slug so he's like got an 850 ops um he's taken a lot of walks too uh even yesterday i mean he just it looks like he's seeing the ball well he walked in his first couple plate appearances didn't do anything after that uh but yeah just the i want to say the amount of like big home runs like big moments has like already surpassed like any shortstop we've had. I, I, I take that Orlando obviously has some like postseason ones, but like, man, Willie just seems to always come up clutch when, uh, when the team needs the most. Yeah. How many home runs does he have for the Brewers now? Five. And I was thinking about this. I think three of them came like, let's just consider like crunch time home runs, like the top of the ninth against Colorado, like the Saturday before um, when they were down by one and he cranked an opposite field home run on the top of the ninth, we end up winning that game. Yeah. Uh, this game on Friday, we're down by two. There's one out in the bottom of the ninth and he ties it up. We end up winning that game. I mean, those are two games that we just legit don't win if he doesn't hit a home run. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the Padres game, uh, like early on when we got them, like the first week, maybe it's like fourth or fifth game. Didn't he hit a home run to tie that game, or like go ahead in like the seventh?
1: I think so. I'm looking up the one he hit against Detroit, and I want to
0: say the Detroit one was late as well. Yeah, so it just it just feels like I mean he's uh, he's he's coming up big, man. He's and he's just an awesome personality. Um, Tom Hoddercourt tweeted uh, since the Brewers got him uh, the last 34 games. Brewers are tied with the Giants for the best record in baseball. They're 24 and 10 since they acquired Willie Adamas. So. That's incredible. And don't give me the shit that we've had an easy schedule.
1: You still got to win baseball games.
0: Yeah. And they have. And, uh, and it was difficult the first month and they weathered the storm. They were still playing good ball. It wasn't dominant baseball, but it was good ball. Uh, Kind of beat the shit out of the NL West. So that's, that's always good. That's always a good sign. Yeah. I mean, anyone that complains about their schedule uh, recently, I mean, I would I would tell them that we're what five and two against the Padres, three and one against the Dodgers, six and three against the Cubs. Uh, need I say more beyond that? <laughs> I don't think I don't think you need to. <laughs> yeah. So he's awesome. Uh, I, it's awesome to watch him play every day. Um I feel like council moves him in the lineup every day, depending on who's available. I mean, he hits anywhere from two to six on most nights. Yeah, he's in the uh, he's in the three hole. hole tonight. Is he in the three hole? Yeah, Yelly up to the two hole, which I feel I like he that. should.
1: Yeah, I think I don't know. It seems like every other team, their best hitter hits second. I
0: like yellow chitting second. I hope they continue to do that,
1: especially if they're just going to walk him. You know, I mean, he's his like walk rate right now is crazy. Yeah. We could
0: talk about him real quick too. Um, I don't know if we need to go really back to the D back series, maybe we can do it real quick. Um, but I feel like, uh, I feel like yellow just starting to turn the corner a little bit. Um, he's got an OPS a little over 800 now, uh, even with all the games he's missed, um, he's still a one war player in 45 games. Um, Obviously, you're still waiting for him to really pop off power-wise. He's only got five home runs, uh, but you're seeing him driving the ball um, and especially taking a hell of a lot of walks right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I feel like he's kind of,
0: another kind of those guys that are just, like, quietly chugging along. I mean, it, it kind it, of represents the Brewers in a sense. Like, I feel like nationally, and I kind of get the sense on, like, talking baseball, uh, they were reading off the standings, and they just kind of paused for a second, and they're like, I feel like we got to talk about what's going on in Milwaukee. Like we're what 13 games over 500 and uh, with all the injuries we've had to our position players, it's, it's pretty insane how successful they've been. Yeah. hundred percent. Just kind of quietly chugging along and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's got five stolen bases, five home runs. If you think he played like the full year, it's like a 2020 rate for the games that he's played. Um, you know, he'll get the power going. I, I have faith in that. And I don't know if I would have said that uh, a month ago. So the, the biggest thing with him is just having him in the lineup every day and just his presence. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's been, it's been big. Uh, and you haven't heard much recently about his, uh, his back flaring up. Um, so who knows, maybe he's kind of uh, turned the corner um, from the injury bug, coming back from the COVID season, breaking his kneecap. Um, maybe he's kind of really finally got his feet under him and can hit the the ground running right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, him, him in the lineup is just, I mean, you already kind of hit the nail on the head there with, he's just a presence that just extends the lineup. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't have to play Wiffle or, I mean, not to take anything away from on-base, not to take anything away from on-base Jace, but when you have with that, yeah. that one series when we had Wiffle Jace and like Derek Fisher, like, seven or Jack JBJ seven eight or six seven eight tim lopes yeah, yeah and Tim lopes is in there just hey, to, that's
0: bad. I'm glad yeah, JBJ still can't get it going which is a shame yeah yeah and then uh this kind of goes back to when I was joking about us winning the Urius uh Lauer trade um Luis is got a 0.7 war. I mean, we're about halfway through the year. He's, he's on pace to be like a, a two win player, um, which is, which is pretty solid. I mean, he's, and he was really bad to start the year. He's kind of worked his way up that leaderboard in a sense. Um, And really since we got Willie Adamas, I think it kind of took the pressure off of him. He turned into a utility guy, third base, Travis, Travis Shaw goes down. He starts getting a lot of time there and he's, uh, he's really taking third base, um, but you know that's his that's his spot right now when mm-hmm. uh, when Colton Wong is fully healthy and he looks uh he looks really good doing so
1: yeah he's the least is walking a lot not striking out as much um just look looks confident up the plate like I feel like he's always putting it in play which we kind of harped on in the beginning of the year where we're just striking out so much that just putting it put, putting the ball in play good things happen
0: yeah and I I Genuinely like watching him play. Um, he's, he's a get, fun guy to watch. He's made some pretty electric plays in the field when he doesn't, especially when he doesn't have to think about it, a lot of a leaping jumping grab that he made uh, a lot of good plays um, up the middle when he was playing second base. I don't know. He's, he's fun to watch and I think he's kind of eased in and I, I think it's just the leadership, honestly, of Willie too, coming in, joking around, just kind of being the the fireball in the locker room and, Luis is just kind of chill, smiling, doing his thing. So, yeah. shout out to those guys, Spanish brewers. Um, yeah, man. Uh, what else do we got here? We want to talk a little bit about the the D Back series. It was so long ago. I know everything, especially. I mean, we talked about it early on, especially with the Bucks going on. Everything just seems like a blur right now. Yeah, and the d back series was when we were playing um, the Nets. So, <laughs> right. Um, so Wednesday, that was Woody. Uh, Woody got the win. He's six and three with a one point eight nine ERA. Uh, still very good. Brewers only win three to two that day. Um, Woody threw seven innings, only gave up three hits, nine strikeouts, two walks against the D-backs. But I mean, he's he's crazy good. Uh, <laughs> They mm-hmm. uh pitcher list. I've referred to this website a few times throughout the year on this pod. Uh, but they basically rank the top 100 pitch, starting pitchers in baseball every week. Um, and they have him slotted as the fifth best pitcher in baseball. Uh, so he's he's an elite arm for us and mm-hmm. uh, in all of MLB. So, uh, it, he's he's just a man, he's never phased by anything. Has a big start against the Cubs this week, so that'll be fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even seem like he's doing anything super special.
1: I mean, he's, I mean, it throws hard. Um, I think I was looking at a Twitter post earlier today. It was like most mistake pitches or something like that, and he was pretty high up there. I mean, he not 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 really. If he's high on that list, and he's not really giving up many runs. Um, right. Just kind of attributes to how good his stuff is, where he can afford to miss over the plate a little bit, um, and they're still not hitting it at least not barreling it.
0: Right. And he's 10th uh, he's in f WAR for pitchers. Um, so he doesn't have some of the massive strikeout numbers. I mean, he's got a 10.52K per nine. Uh, That's still but, uh, really good. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's huge. For reference, like, Freddie is right behind him, and we, we can get to him too, but he's at 12.67. <laughs> and oh. he, he- – He's a bona fide stud, Freddie Peralta. I mean, I would be angry if he doesn't make the all-star team. I feel like I'd be angry if all three
1: of our guys don't make the – or our three-headed horse don't make the all-star game.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking like DeGrom, Zach Wheeler, Kevin Gausman. Those are the top three guys for war. Then there's A.L., A.L., Kershaw. That's four. A.L., Trevor Rogers five. I think Burns is ahead of a, a few of those guys because he doesn't qualify, so six. I just don't know how many starters they take. And you got to count, like, the Nationals. I think Scherzer has to make it because I don't think anyone – oh, Kyle Schwarber's killing it. I don't know, man. I I don't think they're going to get – I don't think they're going to get, uh, I don't think they're gonna get uh, all three of them just out of the lack of space on the team. Mm-hmm. And I think Freddie might be the odd man out just because he doesn't – I think the other two got enough national recognition early on. But we'll see. Either way, they're all, all three incredible. So we'll take it. Do, they, do How does the pitchers work? Is it just, like, manager-based? I honestly don't know, man. I think managers pick it. Um, and then there's always a handful of guys that can't throw based on, like, the schedule of the rotation. So maybe they'll all three get in eventually.
1: Yeah, true. I mean, chances are one of them is going to throw right before the All-Star game. They're not going to throw again.
0: Right, exactly. So either way, they've been awesome. Uh, yeah, but Freddie is now 7-2. Uh, he has, like I said, 12.67K per nine. Uh, lowered is, he has an xERA era of 2.5. His ERA is 2.11. <laughs> and he is ahead of – let me just throw out a few of these names where he's ahead of an f War. Lance Lynn, Aaron Nola, Shane Bieber—I mean, three huge names right there, right? Like Cy Young candidate names. Yes, exactly. And like Trevor Bauer is not even on this list, so so uh, yeah, a bona fide stud. Um, cool. You got anything else in general? I mean, we want to talk about this—the uh, this series coming up. I mean, in about forty minutes, his first pitch. We got the Freddie on the hill, like we just talked about against Hendricks. Um, we'll see, man. I think uh, I think we got a low scoring battle on our hands tonight.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, going up against Zach Davis. or not Zach Davies? God, that's tomorrow. Um, going up against Hendricks, kind of in the Brewers' nemesis. He has has really good numbers against us um, with our lineup tonight. Yelich has eight, eight career hits, career average of 242 against them. And then everyone else, Obby's four for 18, two for 14 from Kesson Um, I feel like we just don't hit him all that well. I feel like that's kind of the story of our team with kind of like soft tossing arms or hit like the harder throwing, like fastball slider guys better than these little slow change up two seam sinkers.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it helps that we're going to see that, you know, back to back I'm surprised the Cubs have them in the rotation back to back. I wonder how much that matters. If you ask guys on the Brewers, if you there's an advantage seeing like change up heavy, soft tossers back to back nights and that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I pulled up a Freddie's baseball savant page, and it's uh, it's a pretty sexy one. A lot of red. Ton of red. Uh, with percentage 92. K percentage 96. X. BA expected batting average ninety eight, x woba ninety five, x era ninety five, expected slog, ninety two. <laughs> oh man, he is uh, he's awesome, dude. He's only twenty five years old um, and getting getting a hell of a lot better. So he's he's so fun to watch. Every time we talk about Friday, I just laugh and smile. I know, dude. We got him for Adam Lind. <laughs> that's why that's why uh, the Mariners won't trade Kyle Seager to us because he's afraid to get fucking fleeced again <laughs> right <laughs> Jerry DePoto is just shaking in his boots he's like what does what does David Stern see that I don't <laughs> everything yeah exactly
1: that kind of on the flip side Freddie Peralta has really good numbers against like career numbers against the Cubs as well um yeah he diced them yeah, I mean, he hasn't faced Alcantara or Lobatone. <laughs> I can't believe he's starting tonight also. Um, Haps 0 for 9. KB is 3 for 13. Um, Baez is 2 for 12.
0: So, I don't know. Yeah, uh, uh, we'll see again. Huge series on deck. Like the, like I said, tomorrow we got Woody and Zach Davies. Yeah. Obviously, Brewers fans know what he has. Uh, perfectly average numbers. 5 and 4, 4.3 ERA. Um, and then you had just texted us that uh, they're they're moving Corbin from Wednesday to Friday. Yeah, unfortunately. I wonder who we're going to plug in there then. I don't even know. Yeah, because uh we should mention this. Brett Anderson's down with an injury. Uh <laughs> What do you do? You like. Pulled something in his leg, like hopping around trying to back up a base, looking like very unathletic. <laughs> yeah, and he he already threw a bullpen, so. Sheesh. Yeah, I, I don't know. Probably, so it's. Probably, I don't need to see any more Brad Anderson. I just don't. Yeah, it's probably going to be
1: starting. Starting wise, it's probably going to be what Bloom or Bettinger? Bedinger. Yeah, unfortunately, probably. Um, we'll see though. Hopefully not. It probably. Sh- Shapes up to be Lindblom, I think he threw two days ago
0: for the sounds. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Benninger get another taste just to see how he does. That would probably excite me the most out of those options. But um, obviously, Ethan Small is the starter that I would love to see get a chance in one of those spot starts. Yeah, I think he's scheduled to pitch tomorrow, so... Maybe they'll just push him back. Ooh. Why not? Just, do they just jump AAA and just slot them in there and say, go get after it, young fella? <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the Pirates. Well, no, it would be the Cubs. The Cubs is the open hot spot start, right? Oh, yeah, it is. Shit, you're right. Um, so that's the day game, too. So we'll see. Stay tuned for, uh, for information on that. But um, I don't have anything else. I think we'll save an extended prospect update. Uh, for when our guy Mitch gets back um, I mean, we both just wanted to jump in here do a quick little pod before uh, this big series um, huge series actually I'll say because like I said we could really step on their necks and uh, you know really point them in the direction of selling with a, a forceful sweep here yeah that would be really nice man and then after that I mean we got the Pirates after the Cubs so you know obviously the goal is just winning series a sweep would be great um you know 2 and 1 will take even at that point you're 4 games up going into a pirate series um so uh things are looking up and the brewers uh we've said it many many times before they're not afraid to make some noise at the trade deadline when they're they feel like they got a legit contender and uh i genuinely think that's the case so uh i know everyone's enthralled with the bucks as am i uh but i think we're going to have another uh deep playoff run in Milwaukee come october so,
1: I have a hot take. The Brewers are going to have the best record in baseball by the next time we record an episode. By the next time we
0: record an episode?
1: Yeah, what's behind.
0: Well, the, the issue is the Giants would have to lose like every game this week. Two weeks. We'll, we'll say two weeks. Okay, okay. I was going to say, I, I, hopefully we're recording next week. Two yeah. weeks, I like that prediction.
1: I think we're going to get there. I mean... Because the only
0: thing that's, like, out of reach with saying that is the Giants. I don't even know who they play. I don't know if I don't know if Dodgers. So, the, they got the Dodgers, but then they got four against the D-backs. So, I mean, they'll probably uh, find their level after that. But either way, man, um, we're expecting them to be – to keep it rolling here uh, as we play the Cubs and Pirates, and uh, we'll talk to everyone next Sunday. In the meantime, let's cook. Let's go, Brewers. Let's fucking cook.